0: Welcome back to the Blessed Miss Pope Cathedral. I am your Blessed Miss Pope Harry. This is sermon number 62, Trust. Now, recently I had a revelation, uh, last week actually, uh, that since I had talked about a couple of things that are about uh, circulating around the idea of interpersonal relationships that maybe I should expand on that a little bit further. Now I don't know if you've been a, here for a while. You may have heard the Living the Life of Gratitude sermon that I did Oh, about a year and a half ago, I believe. it's It's been a while. And to be fair, that belongs in this, um, this group. So I may, I'm thinking about it, retreat that uh, sermon in next week's sermon uh, as next week's sermon there are a lot of ideas i have and i keep having them and i'm like oh but i want to finish something and and i think i should revisit the living life of gratitude uh in the sermon following this one trust now a quick overview i really want to talk about uh foundational trust as a social phenomenon, you know, what trust is, uh, the relationship between trust and truth, uh, and the different varieties of truth that there are. Now, when I say different varieties of truth, you do have to understand that there are different levels when it comes to truth. There's, you know, objective truth, there's subjective truth, there's things like that, and, and I think that that really needs to be treated when we are talking about uh, specifically trust as a foundation for a relationship, right? Now, and then we are going to be talking about trust and relationships, how these things work together, what other factors are involved besides just trust in building that foundation for a solid relationship and moving forward from there. Again, I've said this a couple of times. I don't know how I became the person to be talking about interpersonal relationships because I am barely a fucking person. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I've been through it. I've been run through. And um, I don't know if that gives me different or better perspective or I guess just different perspective would be the better word for that. Uh, than most people have when it comes to relationships, because I've been in a lot of them. I've been in a lot of them that have failed. I've been in a few of them that have been good experiences and some that have been bad experiences. And I'm sharing what I've learned, I suppose. So maybe, maybe all of this fucking shit will be worthwhile to you. Maybe you'll just say I'm full of shit. Either way, if you do, when you listen to that contact info coming next, you can reach out to me either by voice or by uh, email or um, you can hit me up on any of the social medias. Just go right ahead. Hit me up. Let me know I'm full of shit. I don't care. I want to hear you. I want to have that dialogue. If you have questions, you have comments, you have concerns, bring it to me. And just a reminder, if you do send me a voice message, you are implicitly, you are explicitly accepting that that voice property is now mine to use in my podcast. Um, Just to be clear so that um, if you do leave a voice message and you hear it on the podcast, you're not going to get angry with me. You've agreed to that being a possibility. It's not saying that there will be a possibility, but it could be a possibility. When we come back, we're going to get into the Sermon 62, Trust. And if you wish to contact me, uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, contradictions to anything that I had said, I am more than happy to interact with you. There are polls here that I have on Spotify. There are Uh, questions that I have on on Spotify under each of uh, my podcasts. And if you wish to leave a comment there, you can absolutely leave a comment there and I will see it. Or you can reach out to me in the many various forms of social media. My website Uh, harryfelker.wordpress.com. My Facebook, Twitter, Instagram are all linked in the main page on Spotify for podcasters, as well as in the description, I have a link for a Discord. If you wish to speak to me in real time, that is probably going to be the best way to do it. Now, mind you, I do not check Discord every day. If you do leave a message on Discord, do give me some time, uh, especially if I'm at work. I don't message anybody when I'm when I'm at my day job. My day job requires my hands; I can't be on my phone, obviously. So, uh, with that being said, I implore you: if you have any questions, if you feel you have better information, if you feel that your logic is different than mine, and you want to talk it out and see see where we can come from this, I am more than happy and open to having these conversations. I would appreciate to have these conversations. Now, the other option is on Spotify for Podcasters. There is a voice messaging service that, if you wish to have your voice directly translated into a podcast, that is the best way to do it. the The voice messaging system is on the interface for Spotify for Podcasters. Just click it, record your message. It will be sent to me, and I will get an alert that I have a message. I have a message. Um, do note that any voice messages that are on spotify for podcasters uh, i do reserve the right to use that voice message on my podcast so if you do leave a voice message you may hear yourself on a podcast just say it. thank you uh and i hope to hear from you soon And welcome back to the Blasphemous Pope Cathedral. I am your Blasphemous Pope Harry, and this is Sermon 62, Trust. Foundational trust as a social phenomenon requires us to really explain what trust is, especially how I am using it. Context is, by and far, one of the most important things that you can deliver, especially when you're dealing with the English language, because every word has like seven meanings. Now, trust, when we take it out of the financial realm, when we take it out of the cybersecurity realm, the crypto realm, and we just deal with the, sociolo- sociog- the sociological realm and the interpersonal relationships, not even groups, interpersonal relationships between one and another person, trust is a belief system. It's a belief system. In the character, integrity, honesty, all of the good things that you think about a person, that you trust that they use those qualities to form their opinions, speak the words that come out of their mouths, do their actions, that is trust. Now, trust can be based on experience. When I say based on experiences, you have experience with a person and they've always acted in a way that is trustworthy. You know, you splitting up candy on Halloween night, since it's almost Halloween. (laughs) Splitting up candy on Halloween night, and it's you and your friend, and uh, you're both divvying up your candies, and uh, do you count, or do you just trust your friend that they counted correctly? Well, or would they deceive you? it's based on experience that, that this bond forms. Um, there are reasons why someone wouldn't trust somebody. And when those reasons are dismissed by actions, by words, what have you, that is the formation of a trust bond. Uh, now on the other side of that coin, there is the belief, uh, uh, from reference, I guess is the best way to put that. Belief from reference meaning that you already trust somebody and that person vouches for a second person. Uh, and that second person, then you are offering trust to them. Um, I don't generally do this. I generally allow everybody to live on their own merits and don't care about the words of other people. But I'm only me. I'm not telling you how to live your life. So trust and Um, logic and reason. Trust can be developed logically and reasonably. Even though it is a belief system, the the fact of the matter is it's usually the case that there is historical precedent to understand why you should trust this person. Um, Sometimes... As in, when it's re- a person is referenced to you as trustworthy, it is based on faith, but usually the case, it is, you have experience with this person, those experiences were good, they acted in a way that proves them to be trustworthy, and therefore you trust. Now, when we talk about trust and the truth, this is a conversation that has to happen, because trust is a factor on what truth you actually believe now, when I talk about this, and I'm talking about relationships, I like to use the term that I have not been able to find on Google as a, as a coherent term, axiomatic trust. Basically, self-evident truths via trust. Um, I could have probably used tautological trust, but... I didn't think of it at the time, I didn't look it up and well shame on me for that. We got axiomatic trust. Now truth becoming self-evident because of the fact that it comes from a trusted source is very powerful. Uh, it is what derives trusting experts to be experts in their field and to give you the honest assessment of their expertise but it also in more interpersonal terms is the trust that you have that your partner is telling you the truth and that does require a very open communication that a lot of people have trouble with but that's for another time when you are trying to break that trust the bur- burden of proof is a very high bar to to hit there. If you feel that someone is deceiving a person and you wish to help them, the the burden of proof is on you to overcome the belief in the truthfulness of said person, of, of, the, of the trusted person. And that is damn near impossible. I, I will tell you that right now. Unless you have yourself a very strong relationship based on trust with the individual you're trying to uh, change the mind of for whatever your reason or purposes are. Um, the other type of truth um, uh, that's outside of axiomatic truth is truth in the deed. And I understand that this is a religious type of sentiment here. Actions, not words, or or not words, but actions uh, tell the character of the man or the person. But the, the fact of the matter is Actions versus words is a very important tool. When we are looking at people's actions and they're not aligning with uh, accusations made by other people, then we have to understand maybe the trust is not in the right person or maybe the belief isn't in the right person. The fact of the matter is actions do speak louder than words. These are um, truths that um, have been passed down from ancient times. Now, if you are trying to break that, that actions versus words, ver- uh, uh, trust, the burden of proof to overcome that really has to come from the logical extension of those deeds. Do those deeds really match up with the accusations? And if they don't, it's probably a lost cause. And if if they don't, if they um, sorry, if they do, it's probably a lost cause. Trying to convince anybody that someone's being untrustworthy, if the logical extension of those deeds misalign with the actions being taken, um, misalign with the words being said, rather, then the trust has already been broken as far as i'm concerned when we come back after the new friends of the blasphemous podcast we will be talking about varieties of truth and maybe get into trust and relationships And welcome back varietal truth now types of truth are an important thing to understand there's subjective and objective truth subjective truth is better known as your truth or my truth it is truth that which doesn't necessarily exist outside of your own head and when people are telling you you need to speak your truth. Um, generally, they are saying, "Well, your opinions matter. Your your opinions are valid, and what have you." And I understand that as a positive thing. However, sometimes uh, it can be weaponized as well and be condescending. Now, the reality is, subjective truth is an opinion. It's only an opinion. It's will only ever be an opinion, and it is not real, actual truth. Truth is actually very objective in in fact, and when we talk about objective truth, it is based on facts and logic. One plus one equals two. Zero equals zero. These are true statements. They are objectively true. Uh, The sun rises in the east and sets in the west. This is an objective truth. It is recordable, it is visual, it is logical, and it is based in fact. Uh, objective truth is actually shared truths, uh, truths that are true for more than just an individual. So the fact of the matter is, uh, the varieties of truth are really against, at odds with one another, because we can go down the whole rabbit hole of Robert Anton Wilson and his reality tunnels. Yeah, sure, the grass is green, but what kind of green? Is it Kelly green? Is it Hunter green? Is it winter green? Well, that is really up to the observer. That is a subjective truth. That is inherently an opinion. And we have to understand that when we are talking about our truths as opposed to the truths, we are talking about very different things that have very different impact on the world in which we share. And it's very important to take that to heart because sometimes we will sit there and we'll talk about our truths as if they are the truth and people will talk about the truth as if it's your truth or my truth or what have you. And that's not the case. Um, Usually people have a, a problem discerning from what they believe to be true for themselves being an opinion as opposed to what is true for the universe around us that is a fact. So with that being all hammered out, all of the definitions and certainties hammered out, I believe we are now finally ready, ...to talk about trust and relationships. And I know I did say that we were going to do... um, ...the Friends of the Blasphemous Pope podcast... ...after the last segment. But I think we're going to do it after this segment instead. So I apologize for misspeaking at the end of that last segment... ...because that last segment was long. I didn't want to re-record it just to snip off the end. So when we come back after the Friends of the Blasphemous Pope podcast... ...we are going to finish up with Trust and Relationships... And now for the friends of the Blasphemous Pope Podcast. First and foremost, our new listener supporter, Seth Arnold. Seth has not given me a project yet to bark for him or anything to say about that. So there won't be a link yet. There won't be any barking going on, but it will come soon, I am sure. Um, Moving right along, if you wish to become part of this list, all you have to do is become a listener supporter for as little as 99 cents a month. You can um, get your project promoted here, and I will more than happily give a link in the description for said project. Moving along with the rest of the Friends of the Blast Miss podcast, we have Real Liberty Media at reallibertymedia.com, and our Chick Chat Uh, Formerly known as Broad Assumptions is the project by Donna Van Meter, Moose Girl, and Amy Lynn Russell. The website is currently being built and uh, content is being imagined, curated, and uh, all of that good stuff. Moving right along, we have Mrs. Star O'Hara and her motivation and accountability group extremists being awesome the eba you can go to her link in the description that's to her Substack uh and join the eba that way if you wish to become part of a group of quote-unquote extremists that are moving in the direction of their own projects Next up is Mr. Nathan Frazier, the master of the dark arts of marketing. You can check out that link. You can also find him on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all of the uh, social media, and check out his marketing and marketing magic um, uh, links, testimonies, tutorials, and what have you. We have Christy Caruana, the Salted Sicilian. This is a food blog by a very close personal friend of mine, Christy Caruana. And um, she is a Culinary Institute of America graduate. Uh, The Wild Little Podcast is a podcast by an associate of mine, Little Nug Bunny, over on Twitter. Now, moving along from there, we have our other friends of Blasphemous bespoke Podcast. Over on Twitter, we have Kennedy Edwards, We Trade Free, and London Gardens. And on Instagram, we have Mr. Michael Witt. Again, if you wish to become part of this list, all you have to do for, for the low, low price of 99 cents a month, become a listener supporter, and we will more than happily add you to this list add your project to this list and add you to the description your pro- link to your project to this description rather and have a great day and welcome back for the final the final segment of sermon 62 trust Trust and relationships. Uh, Trust is only one piece of the puzzle to forming uh, interpersonal bonds. Uh, the, The other pieces of the puzzle, aside trust, is respect and gratitude. And I have finally solidified my process on this. I am definitely going to be talking about gratitude next because I feel it is important to revisit living the life of gratitude in... context of interpersonal relationships. Again, I don't know how I ended up here, but um, I'm here and I'm going to ride it out. So we have to understand that because trust is a piece of the puzzle, when you have all of these pieces put together, it is going to produce a product. The product of that is love, friendship, and any of the many other interpersonal relationships that you can create, whether they be in business or uh, whether they be uh, as consumer versus uh, producer or uh, consumer versus retailer, what have you, trust is foundational to all of these relationships, just like respect is and just like gratitude is. And we have to understand that this is not a byproduct of having the relationship it is what creates that relationship you you don't trust someone because you love them you love them because you trust them you don't you're not friends with people because you trust them you trust people and then they become your friends and this is the same for all other interpersonal relationships and we have to really grasp that idea and hold on to it this is this is foundational if you want to have successful healthy relationships with other people not just love relationships but friendships and any other relationship you have to form that trust first and let the the relationship bloom from there you have to form that respect first that mutual respect for between two humans and then that relationship can blossom from there. You have to have that gratitude first, and then the relationship will grow. These, it's just like fertilizer for your plants. You have to have the fertilizer first before your plants are going to grow, blossom, bloom, and bear fruit. This is just the way it is. I'm, at least for me. Maybe someone else has other ideas, and again, you have methods contact me and you can tell me what you think but I believe the foundation needs to be built first before the house is there it seems to work in building it should work in building relationships as well as above so below so on and so forth now there's another part to this when we deal with interpersonal relationships that a lot of people are uncomfortable with and I will tell you for a very long time I was also uncomfortable with this And that is vulnerability. Trust as vulnerability is a very dangerous thing to have. It's the reason why trust is very foundational to a relationship because it allows you to be vulnerable with the trusted person and it allows you to understand their vulnerability as well because they should be trusting you as well. Now... You have to accept that vulnerability is a part of this. It's a piece of this matrix. You can't get away from it. Um, it, It can be seen as a flaw. If you are amidst a bunch of con men, having trust in any of them is going to be leveraged against you, in which case, you go I I can't trust anybody because I trust this one person and they use that against me as a weapon but it is a feature because when it is with the right person when you do trust in the right person you do end up being able to be completely vulnerable with that person and that person can be completely vulnerable with you and when that is the case A great relationship can blossom from that. Now, when I do talk about trust and vulnerability, informing that trust, uh, and this is something that I do personally, specifically with my other interpersonal relationships, but I have been known to do it to friends and I have been known to do it with people I love. The fact is, you can trust but always verify Um, trust but verify is how you build that into your foundation for your relationship you if you know someone and they are making claims you can we have literally a supercomputer in our hands almost all the time it's easy to verify so trust but verify becomes a methodology for forming that trust, which then can blossom into a relationship. I I can't stress this enough that um, if you are in the bad situation of being surrounded by con men and they're all trying to get your trust so that they can take advantage of you, trust but verify also protects you from that. So you have both ends of the spectrum right there being solved by the simple idea that when you are building that foundation of trust, ensure that you verify um, the claims, therefore solidifying that trust. Uh, I personally, when people try to verify, well, when people do verify any claims that I make, I, I look at it as a gift because I would rather them know that I'm speaking the truth because I, I would rather them trust me when it's someone that, um, is important to me. Sorry about that beep, 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 beep. But we are at the end of our sermon today, and I am glad to say that I have managed to make it under 30 minutes. I am I am proud of myself. Pat me on the back. There we go. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for coming. I greatly appreciate it. Again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, that contact info is contact info. You can contact me directly. You can talk to me on Discord. You can find me on uh, social media anywhere. You can hit that audio message button and that audio message will be delivered to me. I do have some audio messages, but I am unsure if I should be using them in a podcast. So I'm not going to just yet. Um, That being said, uh, I wish everybody has a great week and I hope you come back next week for the redo of living the life of gratitude. Thank you again. Goodbye.